everybody. Welcome to another episode of Soju Chronicles. I am Nat. And I'm Nikki. <laughs> and thank you for joining us for another episode where we talk about anime, mangas, dramas, and everything in between. So let's start with what are you drinking? Well, I've had a very long weekend. <laughs> and so I am not actually drinking any alcohol while we're recording this. Wow, because that's surprising. My liver is tired. <laughs> I've been drinking since Thursday, like Thursday night and then Friday. And then that's why I missed our recording on Friday because yeah. <laughs> I fell asleep. I did not wake up until the next day. And then I drank like, some more yesterday. So I am literally just drinking water and like this fruit smoothie that I made just to like give myself some oomph. So there's no alcohol in anything. What are you drinking? Wow. I am actually drinking this new thing. I got it because I literally liked how the can looks. It's oh, it's so pretty. Yeah. So it's hibiscus bloom from Eden Grove. And it's like this hibiscus kissed apple cider oh. that is gluten-free and vegan-free, apparently. I don't know. I just got it because it was cute. It um, looks it pretty. Tastes, <laughs> yeah, it tastes okay. I mean, it's nothing spectacular, nothing for me to go back to, be real honest. I was really interested in the hibiscus in it, to be oh. honest, as well. Do you taste it? Yeah, I'm drinking it right now. It's all right. It's not bad it's not great it looks nice now you make me want to go drink but i can't i have to be responsible for my liver today (laughs) so anyways let's get into the first segment which is anime and mangas okay so uh everybody knows about my great one piece um situation here yes i have to admit i got to like season seven ish eight where we're doing we're still in the water seven saga and i'm not liking it i'm not feeling it as much plus i feel like i've just been watching too much shonen i needed something different to sort of cleanse the palate so i then sort of took a one piece break and i've been watching and i watched a bunch of like i watched a shoujo show and then i watched some movies okay just to start you went to work well, I mean, I was off from work this whole week, too, so... Oh, you were? <laughs> what the freak? Yeah. Someone's lucky, bitch. I I was working, like, 10-hour days every week. <laughs> every day this Yay. week. Yay. <laughs> Hence why uh, my liver had to celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> so the first thing I watched was Monthly Girls Nozaki-kun. And it, like, I... It's funny, because I actually was hesitant to start it because I knew this high school girl was into this guy, but I thought the guy was grown because he's a manga artist, right? He's mm-hmm. manga. And I was like, um, what kind of like underage illegal nonsense are you guys trying to push on me? But then when I researched it, I realized that he just looks old. He is actually a high school student. Okay. Who is voiced also by a grown man. So it's very confusing. Uh, so <laughs> basically it's, it's about this girl named Chios. Sakura, who is in love or has a crush on um, one of her classmates named Umitaro Nozaki. And he's like a secret shoujo manga artist. And he does like this romantic, long, three-telling story, whatever. And so she confesses her love to him in the first episode. And he somehow mistakens that that for her wanting to work for him. (laughs) And so she starts, so he's like, oh, Here's my autograph. And then she's like, no, 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 no. It's not that I like, I'm like a fan of you as an artist. It's, yeah. you know, I, 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 you know, there's more here. There's more to my feelings here. And he's like, okay, meet me at my house. And she was like, wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, I like you, but this is moving very fast. And then she goes to his house though. And he's like, oh, so here's my, here's, here's the next, 
like addition or issue, whatever, fill it in. And then, so of course she's an artist or she's part of the art team, so she can do it. Um, and she starts filling in stuff with him. And basically the whole manga or the whole anime, like the first season is about her, um, like having this crush on him and getting to know him and getting to know his, 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 his style, because he is like the most unromantic, coolest man ever. <laughs> it's kind of strange that he writes such, you know, heartfelt, you know, like emotional moments. And she starts to find out that he like writes about his friends. <laughs> and like, like, so all those, the stuff that he comes up with is stuff that he's seen in the real world. And he just sort of like goes along with that. Yeah. And it's kind of getting their personalities, to, you know, like sort of mesh together. And um, it's cute. I would say it's not like special. It's not like anything that like. Yeah, but it's cute. Like, but it was cute. I watched it all in like, one and a half days there's only like yeah. 12 episodes or something like that I mean, it was cute there's nothing wrong with like cuteness yeah. though like cuteness yeah. rocks and i liked it because i actually really like the supporting cast of characters so like like his best friend um who is uh mikoshiba was really funny because he's like he's one of those people who i guess who does like really special like unique parts of the art where like you know when you see like a really elaborate flower in a corner mm-hmm. um, that's what he does and things like that and he's so suave like he like automatically he turns something on and he's all like you know your heart you know I could I felt it beat across the room but like <laughs> then as soon as he says some something like that he gets really shy and embarrassed and he like hides away Aww. so he's like one of those people who like oh, who, who talks first and then thinks later so he was like really fun and then there was um what was the oh uh kashima who was like she is a girl who is like but she kind of like dresses like a guy yeah in some ways so all the girls love her so she's one of, she's like a girl you can't bring your girlfriend around it's kind of the idea uh-huh. but she's in love with another guy and she's actually voiced by monica real who does boma from dragon ball mm-hmm. so which is all like monica real's voice is so like, it's something that you hear at once and you never forget it. So, like, no matter what anime she does, I can pick her out of the crowd. Yeah. For that um, so, it was actually really cool. It's really cute. I mean, I would say definitely give it a listen, a watch and, like, maybe <laughs> read the manga if you want. I don't know. It's, it's really up to you. But I actually really did enjoy it. Okay. And then I watched movies i did like a mini ghibli night because netflix canada has ghibli movies i know in like the states it's on hbo or something yeah it's not on netflix but you know i have a vpn so i've actually been looking at netflix canada a lot well yeah also mtv canada because you guys have all the are you the one episodes so i'm like need to watch that (laughs) okay well good to know but (laughs) uh so i was watching some ghibli i watched Howl's Moving Castle, which oh. I've never seen before. You never saw it before? No, I didn't see it before. So I liked it. Um, my only thing is that Hal is like a total fuckboy for like mm-hmm. most of it. I was like, yep. how does he become the love interest? Because Sen, like, not Sen, um, what's her name? Is so much better than him? Sophia. Sophie. She's, she's so much better than him, right? So, I mean, it was cute. I actually really liked looking at it more than I kind of liked the story. I did like, though, that they had, like, older characters, like, granny characters, yeah. who were, like, not shamed for it. It's so funny <laughs> that you said that you liked looking at I, I definitely liked the animation more than I did the story yes, as well. Yes, that's the thing, right? Like, the and that's why thing- I, I like it so much, just because I do like the animation I mean, it's stunning. Yeah, it's absolutely stunning to look at, and um, I love too how Sophie like became old, and like in one day she was just like she kind of just like 
became a granny like she was so <laughs> she was like ah oh, my life is shit anyways let's just do what let's just go with the flow here right um and then actually after that i rewatched spirited away which was my first ghibli film that i ever watched and i Aww. freaking love ghibli like um spirited, spirited away. away like i watched it i watched it years ago and like, i haven't it, it, i haven't rewatched it in a long yeah. time Oh my god, it's still my absolute I had to movie. I I watched it so I, I remember watching it when I was younger and then mm-hmm. I rewatched it in college because I had to write an essay on it for my Japanese literature class. So okay. Aww, it's been so long, I wanna rewatch it now. You should it's so like it's not just something that's really amazing to look at, but it's just such a solid story. Such a solid and I love, story. I love the focus too on pollution. Mm-hmm. Um like with that water spirit that had like the bike and all that crap stuck in it and like overconsumption and greed with no face and i just really love like everything. i wonder how much like does it relate to, to today's world i don't know i don't think so. absolutely absolutely <laughs> does. um and I, I just really love looking at it and like all the characters are fun and it's my favorite ghibli like i i watched some of i watched that like thumbelina one i can't remember what the name is for it um, I watched that, and I, I tried to watch Kiki's Delivery Service, but I wasn't really that into it. I, I think I fell asleep midway, to be honest. So um, I think Spirited Away, though, is definitely, like, the top Ghibli. Like, from what I've seen, too, about, like, people who rank them. Yeah, Spirited Away top. is num- yeah. always number one for a lot of people. Yeah. But what I actually found interesting about Howl's Moving Castle is that it, he, um, he I think his name is Hiyazaki. He was, um, like, one of the main um, directors Miyazaki, yeah. Um, he was the main director's um, at Ghibli, and he's like renowned. I think he passed away. Oh, he didn't pass away. He's still around. Good for him. Um, <laughs> but he's, but he's like, he's he he's done. He's so connected to like a lot of their the Ghibli films, like Castle in the Sky, My Neighbor Totoro, his Delivery Store Service, Princess Monaco, and things like that. Mononoko, sorry. And so like he he actually did that movie, How's Moving Castle as like an anti-american anti-military specifically because it came out around the time of like the iran war or the iraqi war or something like that in 2000 you know three you know after 9 11 yeah i mean the millions of wars that the u.s has gone to right it's hard to tell it's hard to keep them straight it's really so Um, hard to keep them straight (laughs) (laughs) uh but like he did this film as a reaction to that because he he's a pacifist and it's really funny how you made that movie and it was so like anti-war and like Americans ate it up. Like they nominated yep. it for a free, like because, a, a well, Oscar. No offense, but Americans are dumb. Like oh. they don't, rec- <laughs> no, I'm just, hey, I mean, yes, technically I am an American. <laughs> I guess technically speaking, but like yes. they are dumb. They don't even know, like they don't understand. Like it's just like when Parasite was blowing up over here yeah. and half of them those rich people were like oh my god i'm like you don't even get the point of the movie <laughs> like it's about you <laughs> <laughs> no i totally get it um it was just like yeah ghibli films are definitely a plus but spirited away is definitely like just that's in my top tier chef's yeah. kiss yeah. yeah absolutely okay and then the last thing that i watched was also something random that I saw on Netflix called Whisker A Whisker Away. Oh my god! <laughs> Did you watch it? No, but it's oh, I okay. literally added it to my <laughs> to watch list because so I, cute. because I was like, oh my gosh, this looks so cute, and I had started yeah. it, but then I got distracted. Oh my god! 
Yeah, so I mean, well, I, I feel like you know what, Matt? This is why we get along, right? Because <laughs> we have the random tendencies to just watch weird ass shit for no reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is on my screen. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, so tell me about it. Did you like it? I really liked it. I was so emotional watching it. It was like, at first, I was like, okay, so the plot. So Miu um, Sasaki. Not, don't get little, too in deep in it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to. So I'm going to so, watch it. <laughs> she is in love. She lives in the, like this town and she lives with her dad and his her dad's new like fiance slash girlfriend, whatever. Her mom and her father are not together anymore. Mm-hmm. And her mother wants her to live with her. And she she's like living with her dad and this woman. And like the woman's really nice to her. Very friendly, like she she actually wants to be a part of like her life and things like that and you see that Mio is sort of like numb to it mm-hmm. she kind of like she has this thing where she she um like where she kind of locks away the world and everybody sort of becomes just like a scarecrow like visually like that's how it looks where as soon as she's done you know like being around people it's just people the people become scarecrows it doesn't matter who it is and they yeah. become inconsequential to her and she is quietly suffering you know over this situation obviously um and she's in love with this guy named Hanodi who doesn't really pay attention to her and she like is putting her complete heart and soul into it like there's sometimes like there's one scene where legit had to walk away it was so cringeworthy i was like don't do it don't (laughs) be that girl um but i actually felt really envious because she was so like out there you know like you like in terms of her feelings for hanoti not for everything else obviously but for her feelings for hanoti she is 100 there and she is willing to do anything if somebody like says something bad about him she's ready to fight them you know like she is like 100 about this guy and he is kind of like Mm, you're weird <laughs> but it's so, also, and it's kind of embarrassing for him it's so always it's always like so funny right because this is not even related to what you're talking about well kind of it's just <laughs> a little bit but it just made me think of like often especially i would say nine out of ten times in japanese like um anime or dramas or anything of that sort it's always the girl that is like super gaga googly eye head over heels in yeah. love and it makes you so cringe g yeah. <laughs> watching okay, the it thing is, like i was watching the whole thing and i was like if this man does not reciprocate her emotions i'm gonna fight somebody like right now <laughs> um, which is why like i actually don't like when the girl is so over the top about her feelings and the guy just like ignores it or acts like like ichigo and orhimi he acts like it doesn't exist mm-hmm. and because then i can't really buy that he had feelings for her mm-hmm. you know um with hanodi like there's there's different tells and things like that and he does like i don't want to sort of spoil you or anything like that mm-hmm. but he does redeem himself it's um, okay you know what you can spoil yeah. because i just probably just won't watch it right no, away no, you have i'll to just watch wait it. You have to watch oh it. no so in, no i'm gonna watch yeah. it i'm just saying like okay. i would watch it like right away but then i'll okay. probably but then knowing me my mind is gonna be like remember not spoiled that for you so now you yeah. know <laughs> I'm, gonna spoil it. I'm just gonna say that it's called whisker away because she does have the ability to turn into a cat mm-hmm. um which you do see in the trailer right yeah uh, i did so, see the trailer yeah so she has this cat mask 
So, I am also like 90% sure that there is a ch either a Chinese drama. I think it's a Chinese drama that's coming out that could also has a story of a girl who has the ability to become a cat. Mm. Keep talking. I'm going to look it up right now. Keep talking. Okay. So, basically, she has a disability, turned into a cat. And she gets it from like this cat demon whatever thing who follows her around and is like... If you want to become a cat full time, just let me know and I will set that up for you. And it's not <laughs> at all ominous, obviously. Uh, so basically, as a cat, Taru, she goes to Hinodi and he loves her and he feeds her and he tells her his deepest experiences. And, you know, they, he, she kisses him and stuff like that. So she's she has twisted like she also has this weird twisted sort of sense of reality. Yeah, because she the thing that she does is through the cat, she's starting to mix up with her her as Mio. And she kind of doesn't see reality in that, you know, he has not shown any attention to her as Mio, as a person. The, he loves the cat, but he doesn't know it's her, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not dumb. He does sort of sense that there's something similar about the two of them, which I give him props for. But, like, he did, obviously, you don't guess that somebody turns into a cat, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, the 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 big sort of climax scene is where you know she does um, decide she wants to be a cat full time, and that leads to all sorts of problems because you never make deals with demons, guys. Don't don't make deals <laughs> yeah. with demons. I feel like this is something I knew from you know the young age as, as a child, and you know it was em- it was thoroughly emphasized through you know my years with Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, you just know that because you, you know that there. Like, there is always a price. There is always a cost. And it, the cool thing is she goes to the islands of cats. And it's, like, all the, like, the people who decided to become cats and people, and, like, actual cats and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And it's really cool. I mean, the whole theme of the show is that human being a human being is hard. And some people do want to run away and, like, ignore their problems completely. And then, but, like, you know, you never grow as a person, you never learn, you never develop, and you, you're not honest with yourself, right? And yeah. your strength. And so, like, the whole point is that, you know, she has to figure out how to be a human being, you know, through being a cat, kind of. Uh, and it was, like, really heartfelt. It was really cute. The ending, oh, my God, the ending scene, like, you know, normally they do, like, a reconciliation through, like, you know, whatever, but they did it with the ending song. So you just, you saw, like, the text and they're, you know, them talking and stuff like that, but... Um, you saw like sort of all the resolutions and it's like meal like is so relatable I think in terms of like how she keeps things in and the things that she does decide to put her all into um, and how wrong they are in some cases I love it I I absolutely like her best friend and her their relationship was cute Hinodi and his best friend sort of and his family's relationship was really cute his sister is so much fun um yeah, I just, like, I like. there's no bad guys, except for the demon cat. He's the only bad guy. Yeah. But, like, there's no other bad guy in there. It's just, like, people beating people. Yeah. And it was so, like, I felt like it was just a really, really well-told story. So I would give it, like, a 9 out of 10. Ah, oh, a lot of people did give it, like, high marks. Mm-hmm. So not, I, I, I believe with you. So I did look it up. It is a drama. Um, It's called... Okay. My Fantastic Mrs. Right. And it's basic. it's like a wuxia drama, so it's, like, historical. And okay. she, like, travels to, like, the immortal realm and becomes a cat. 
and then she's working with him and she has to make the guy fall in love with her so that she can get back to become i don't know i had never watched it but i just remember seeing it because i remember that i clicked on it and i was it was like and i think there's another one about someone becoming a cat because i don't think that was the other there was another one that's coming out with people a cat transforming and then having to I don't know. It seems to be a theme, this whole cat thing. Because there was a K-drama, too, that I didn't watch, yeah. but Meow the Cat Boy, where the girl, <laughs> like, fell in love with that the... name. I, don't, I actually don't yeah. know even know what it's about. I just know that he played a cat, and, like, she was, like, in love with the cat. Mm. And I was like, that's bestiality, but okay. Okay, Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is really fun. Um, but yeah, so I just, yeah, as I said, I needed a break from the shonen. Mm-hmm. I feel like I needed a bit more romance. I needed more, more depth. I feel like shonen kind of lacks depth. Hmm, interesting. In terms of like characterization and stuff like that. It's like, if it's not connected to the battle and the goal, it's like not, it's inconsequential. Yeah. And it's not really important. So I kind of needed like more character development. And I think that with, spirited away especially in like a whisker away and things like that those were definitely more about people there were definitely more people stories so yeah. i needed that break but i will be getting back to one piece this week <laughs> for sure and, and i will hopefully get through it <laughs> i also saw that um cora was coming to netflix and Ugh. People are already doing the most. (laughs) I, like, okay, I mean, I don't talk a lot about the Avatar series because I tried them and I didn't like them. I'll be honest with you. I didn't like Katara, not Katara, sorry. I didn't like Korra that much and I didn't like Aang. So I was kind of just like, um, so the series is not all about Zuko? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, like for me like as soon as i started watching the avatar series i was like okay so zuko is needs to be more focused for me to continue and i realized that he wasn't very early on and you know it would be obviously it's about egg and egg is not a bad character he's just really boring to me so yeah i just continued with it and so um and then i tried cora when it came out as well and then once again it was like the avatar i just didn't care about the avatar <laughs> mm. i mean, I mean and like the show's about the avatar and if you don't care exactly. about the avatar then what's the point but it's funny though because like i've already i'm already seeing the discord is happening and i'm like damn this show is not even like granted yeah a lot of people did watch it back when it was aired but like now everyone's like re-watching avatar because it's on netflix and now that core is going on it's gonna be a whole thing and then like my friend tweeted and she was like oh i can't wait to see all these trash takes <laughs> I, yeah, no, like, I actually retweeted something like that too because i was like um it's funny because netflix canada always had these avatar shows so it's really the american whatever netflix canada <laughs> so we can move on to drama woot, woot. Woot. something else <laughs> that i have not been <laughs> doing like I, i've just been really busy like it's 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 difficult watching dramas and just like because like work has just been like on top of my ass yeah so you've been working like, like long days yeah very, like days, very so. very long days like i literally worked about i want to say like maybe 50 hours last week and wow. that was just monday through thursday because yeah we don't work on fridays right yeah and wow. it's ridiculous because it's like oh you have to you can't whatever i, I guess this is I guess I shouldn't speak about it because it's probably, they'll probably like sue me. So, <laughs> anyways, dramas. 
So, you yes. know, watching three dramas. So we actually finished Abyss, right? <laughs> um, we finished it last Wednesday. And <laughs> I'm like, I, I keep saying to myself, Nikki, don't like bitch about it because you're going to do a review. It's fine. But no, I have to fucking bitch about it. Okay. Because listen, I have watched a lot of dramas. Like, the number of dramas that are on my MDL right now that I've watched are like 200 and something, but I've watched more than 200 and something. Yeah. I've watched a lot of dramas. And I have not felt this deep resentment and hatred towards a drama since probably Revolutionary Love. And then with Revolutionary Love, it wasn't even like I didn't really hate it. I just thought it was stupid, right? Yeah. It was like, okay. I thought that the writer thought that we were stupid. And oh. I felt like it, it went around in circle. And Abyss gives me that same exact feeling. Like, that's literally how I feel when I'm, like, first of all, Abyss is not, it's not one show. It's three separate shows. It's three <laughs> fucking separate shows. Doesn't know how to stick to a genre. It was rom-com, fantasy, and thriller. And then neither of the three were good. Because they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Remember I told you at the end of episode four when I yeah. said to you that I just don't know how they're going to get this guy to revive. You want to know how they fucking... The character, right? Yeah. yeah. You want to know how they fucking got him to revive? They how? put him in a dress. And so the, the serial killer mistook him for his daughter and accidentally revived him but like he didn't even put the ball on her or anything he was just standing there looking at a body but then she that, i'm telling you it doesn't make sense the rules that they establish do not make sense but let me just say this ball just decided that it had random rules whenever it felt like having rules like whenever the writer got into a pickle he was like let me use this ball and then like the other thing with the fantasy is like okay it's a fantasy so they said that the your dna is essentially the same it's just that your body has changed or your face yeah. has changed right so your dna is essentially the same ain't no yeah. and i'm like okay fine whatever so many different things they like made us like oh it's believable it's believable people believed him when he came back as this super handsome guy because his eye and his dna was still the same and i'm like okay why couldn't they just do that with Go Seung? But they were yeah. like, no, 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 we can't tell. We cannot tell her parents that she's still alive because everyone witnessed her murder. So we cannot tell that she's still alive. And I'm like, okay. But then in that the last episode, they yeah. tell anyways, like she tells her parents anyways that she's the girl. So I'm just like, then why do we waste our time? Like, what was the point? So anyways, the thriller side of this story now. Yeah. This serial killer is stupid as fuck. We don't even know why he's just killing people. Like, man, you had it good. He was a doctor, so he could have he could have just killed people on the surgery table and be like, oopsie daisy. Yeah. Like, no one yeah. would know the difference. But nope, he decided that he wanted to kill people. And then because he killed Go Se Young and she came back to life, he just decided that it was his life's mission to keep trying to kill her. And I'm like, bruh, let it go at some point. Like, just move to a different country. It's not that hard. <laughs> just move along. But nope. So then he, I don't, I, we don't know why he tried to kill people. We don't, I don't know any of his motivations. I don't know why he was killing people. I know why his son was helping him was because his son was pretending to be this, the son of another, like of this powerful prosecutor. Yeah. And so the son wanted to keep 
go stay on quiet because he didn't want her to find out that he was not really the son so then he goes around and starts killing her killing um trying to silence people and like being mischievous and like he was basically the evil guy from like the first episode where they were just like oh wow this guy's really evil and they did nothing with it they didn't like surprise us by saying oh no he's actually good he just sounds up it just turns out that he was in shady situations it was like no 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 it was like he is evil 100 percent, and that's it like nothing else you know what's crazy Sorry to interrupt. No, it's okay. I don't know if you ever watched that um, Josung um, drama. What was it called? Like um, My Love or Secret Love or something like that. I don't know if you ever watched that one. Mm. And it's like... Um, oh, oh, Secret, right? Secret, yeah, yeah. The one where um, he's trying to get revenge for his yes. fiancé. Yeah, yes, yep. So what I really liked about that drama is that um his character and the other the main lead female character mm-hmm. um they had mad chemistry obviously because they did other dramas together yeah. but also her fiance the guy that she went to jail for yes his descent into like bad guy status was a plus because mm-hmm. like you could see like even though he was a shitty human being because he let her took the blame and then yeah. like mom sold their baby like yeah their couple and shit like that even though he did make like he was not a good dude yeah you could still see in the story and how it's written that he himself felt himself you could you could see that he found himself in a hard situation yeah that he didn't know how to get himself out of it yeah outside of telling the truth obviously yeah um and like a lot of the things that he did was to cover things up and that his like and like his later like feelings of romance toward um jisa Jusun's, um yeah girlfriend the girl like Mm -hmm. yeah exactly like that was all sort of like connected and like it was tragic and i really liked that it was tragic and it was believable and it was like something that you know made sense like even though he was the bad guy i did i kind of felt bad for him yeah it sounds like in this story like that was the opposite like instead of like (laughs) i didn't didn't feel bad for anybody because i was just like whatever like and then like so like at he he kidnaps go saying uh, he kidnaps her and puts her like in a crate and then he kid he grabs the uh, um his sister because she's like his sister or whatever because they found out so at some point in the story they found out that hey this lawyer guy is very guilty and so he kidnaps her and then he the sister runs him over he dies and then Chamin revives her revives him just so he could tell him where go Young was because like she would have died had he not known and i'm like okay fine whatever there are a lot of crates or whatever she could have been in a lot because it was like they were on like a shipping dock or whatever it was like she could have been in any of them but my dude you got mad money you could have literally just hired someone find the body and then revive her mm-hmm. like you didn't have to revive this dead man you didn't have to and then later on they get in a scruffle because <laughs> he decides that he has to kill go Seon. and so they get into a fight and all of a sudden you look this is right what so romance portion now let's go to yeah. let's just go to the romance portion they okay. had no chemistry. This is the driest motherfucking couple I've ever seen in my bumbaclaw life. I swear to God. Like, <laughs> I could argue that they maybe felt like brother and sister. Mm. But, like, the kiss, like, they gave us this nice-ass kiss on the bed. 
different angles and i was just like it is drier than a sahara desert i was just like this is gross i feel very uncomfortable watching this kiss like they are trying they think i'm an idiot like this writer thinks i'm stupid because he's trying to tell me or she is trying to tell me that go say young loved him even when he was ugly from there were teenagers and i was like no she motherfucking didn't like how did she love him for 20 plus years but then hooked him up with someone else to get married yeah i mean even it's funny because like when i watch it i mean i think I've, I've mentioned this right how i got into the drama due to like a tumblr yeah drama site that i follow and they had like a gift set of him and her like after they've been revived so they have the new bodies and i was like oh they look cute let me see how this works and so i assume that they have good chemistry just because i the only reason i even know about this drama is because of the gift set but now I'm learning that is not the case. <laughs> it is I in I don't I'm not even the only one who thinks like Nikki love like Nikki will think there's chemistry between two wooden planks. And <laughs> she agrees that she thinks they, they have like a family vibe and not like a romantic, a romantic vibe. And like they're trying to tell me, oh, she's loved them all this long and blah blah blah. So then like and because I didn't believe in the love story, I couldn't believe in anything that happened as a result of the love story. Exhibit A, him choosing to revive the serial killer's son yeah. because he loved her so much and wanted to be with her. And then when he revived her again, because like in the last episode or like the second to last episode, he gets shot or no, it probably was the last episode. I don't say I don't know. They all blend together. But anyways... <laughs> She gets shot and dies. First of all, let me fucking tell you that they were scuffling and was, she wasn't even in the line of where the gunshot was fired. I swear to God, like she was at the other side, but then the gunshot went off. And when you looked, it panned to her holding her stomach. So it wasn't even like she got shot in the chest or something, but she got shot in the stomach and he lifted her up instead of calling motherfucking 911 and just taking her to the hospital because they definitely could have saved her life. But no, no, no. He lifts her up and then within three feet, she dies. And I'm like, there was even any blood on the floor. Like... What the, the bullet was the bullet in her? Like I don't know, but whatever. Is it like when Peyton got shot and went Tree Hill in the leg, and she acted like she was gonna die? And you said it was an excuse to kiss Lucas. I was like, bitch, you got shot in the leg. You're fine. Like, you like, whatever. So she dies, and then he revives her, and then yeah. I I said that I was I was like I tweeted it too. I was like, oh my gosh. If when he disappears, he does not come back, I will give this drama 10 out of motherfucking 10. I was like, <laughs> I will cross out every bad thing that I said about this drama and give it 10 out of 10. So tell me why episode 16, 10 minutes in, he disappears. And I'm like, okay. So what's the other 50 minutes of this episode gonna be? <laughs> and for 20 minutes, it's time jump her being like she tells her parents oh it's actually i'm actually go say young her dad though i give props to her dad her dad was not fucking with that he was like nah you ain't my daughter i don't know who you are and he ignored her but her mom was like i knew it i felt it in my bones and i'm like okay so she she does that like the couple gets married like there's like another like couple they get married and all that shit happens and she has the ugliest ass horse hair ponytail that they clipped on did not even brush the thing. you can still see where the rubber band was holding that oh, ponytail no. on they did not even brush it over so then i'm like damn what is happening like this episode is still not over and then the last <laughs> 10 minutes she yes. goes like to where she got shot so the place where she got shot and yeah. 
was an amusement park and turns around and it's him magically back after three years and he was like okay I was like okay well now that you've brought him back you have to fucking tell us how this nigga came back to life like you gotta tell us <laughs> nothing nothing they were just like they were like oh he was like oh i was trapped like the abyss was always with me so whenever you saw the ball following you it was the abyss and blah 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 and i struggled to stay on this earth for three years just to be with you and then they they did another time jump and it was one year later and they got married and (laughs) the ball you know i told you the abyss was like i'll be with you until you find something else that makes you happy or whatever and And she she was the thing and she comes out and i'm pregnant and then the abyss disappears. <laughs> and then he was like, I would love a son that looks like me. And then she was like, ooh, we don't want a son that looks like you. And then they bicker, and then the show ends. Wow. That sounds really bad. And I'm laughing because I just think it's so fucking stupid. And I gave it. I gave it 2 out of 10 stars, even though the math doesn't math, but I gave it 2 out of 10. I was going to give it 1 out of 10, but then I was like, you know what? You laughed. Even if you laughed because everything was fucking stupid, you laughed. So give it one more star. (laughs) So I gave it 2 out of 10. I hate that show. I've probably spent like the last 15 minutes ranting about this show, and I'm so sorry. I apologize, listeners, but do not watch Abyss. You guys have listened to me rant about Bleach many times. (laughs) I just, I (laughs) literally hate this show. And I'm, after we're done recording, Nikki and I are gonna do our review, so there's more ranting about this show. And it's like, usually when you watch a show, like, there's always like, oh, what's something good you liked about the show? Or something you. Like, and I can't think of anything good. Like, literally, I didn't like any of the characters. I didn't like, there was no, the romance wasn't good. The storyline yeah. didn't make, there was nothing. Didn't like the cinematography. I, there was nothing. There was nothing I liked. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. no. They had one karaoke scene. <laughs> but we were watching on Netflix, and Netflix did not pay for the rights to the song. So it was, mm. even though it was like a drunken karaoke scene. Don't, like, that actually pissed me the hell off. Like, when I, I think I was watching um, another Oh Hey Young again, and they had the karaoke scene um, when Oh Hey Young was yeah. And a guy and her parents took her out to cheer her up. Such a heartfelt scene. But, like, the, the music itself didn't match. And I was like, what is even going on here? I'm so confused. Yep. <laughs> yeah, because we were like, we were like, we were like, what is this coffee shop music? And we're like, wait. And we're like, wait, I don't think this is the music that's going on. It turns out they were singing like Bohemian Rhapsody or something, and that and mm. Netflix didn't have the rights to it, so it didn't play. But that was like the song, only so. thing I liked about the entire show, just like that little, because it just seemed like a fun scene of them yeah. just being drunk, and that was the only thing I like. And then um, I did get caught up on Backstreet Rookie, okay. and as you know, I'm literally only watching like the scenes between Set Bill and Dehan. But he, him and the girl finally broke up, right? Oh, okay, good. But, no, it's sad because, like, I wanted him to dump her. But she broke mm. up with him because, like, she saw Set Bill at the house. And so she's like, why your mom was calling her your her daughter and blah, blah, blah. So then she breaks up with him. But then he finds out that, like, her mom actually has been fucking with his family because her mom hired the mom, like his mom, to be her insurance person, to give her insurance, and then hired her dad as the driver, hired his dad as the driver. So so, basically matchmaking kind of in that sense, yeah. 
No, okay. it was to ruin the relationship. Oh. Yeah, because she... Oh, wait, so she did she hire for the other girl? So, oh, Yoonju okay. is super rich. She's, like, super, okay. super rich. Yeah, and, and he's like, works for one of her stories, right? Yeah, like, and then... Right? Yeah. So, her mom didn't wanted them to break up so her mom hired his father to be their driver and then his mom to be her insurance lady to like so that she could pay her money and stuff so that they could see that how different their classes were oh that's what she was okay. doing no so she- i get it i get it because it's improper for your kids to date when you work your whole family literally works and is dependent on this other family yeah family. so she did okay. that so then he found out because he was like he was sad about the breakup let me tell you how this motherfucking bitch had the nerve though because this, this happened at the end of episode, the episode nine or whatever. Yeah. This motherfucking bitch had a nerve. She took him to like their favorite restaurant to break up with him. And then she walked out and went into the other dude's car. And I was like, bitch. I was so mad. I was like, he should have dumped her. Like, I was, I was so <laughs> tight. I was so motherfucking tight. But then like, yeah. so anyways, they break up. And then um, later, like the following episode... He went like he went to her house. I th- I don't I don't think he he didn't go to her house to beg her or anything. He went to her house because he found out that she was she had lied, because he didn't know that she was like the number two shareholder of the company because she never told him that. She just said, "Oh, we were we we're close." So she never told him like about how rich she was and stuff like that. So he was like upset because oh, he because she was okay. always like because she would say, "Oh." We need to be, like, we're a couple. We need to be, like, open and honest with each other and blah, blah, blah. And so and he she was, kept like, that a secret. Yeah, and so mm. he was, like, how are we supposed to be open and honest? And that's when he found his dad. I was not going to lie, though. That scene was pretty sad because, like, he saw his, like, dad come out and, like, hold the the mom's bag. He was, like, holding the bag of groceries. And then he was just, like, dad. And then he looked at Yoonju and then he looked at her mom and then the mom was like, come along in here. And then the father was like, hi. Oh. And then walked off. And at the same scene, their, her, his mom was like hiding behind one of the the chairs because she was actually about to go into the house too because she was about to finish signing up Work. for the the insurance. And it was such a sad scene. So Dehan like looked at her, looked at her and was like, I guess I never knew who the real you. And then she was like, Oh, just like how you say that you and Sit Bill, it was always um, uh, mis- uh, miscommunications and give you the benefit of doubt. You should give me the benefit of doubt. I really didn't know. And he was like, how could you not know, though? You know what my parents look like. You've always come to this place to look at this and blah, blah, blah. So then he stormed off and like he felt bad because he's like, it's one thing to hurt him, but then to put his family in the middle of it. And so mm-hmm. then... The mother, she went and like when she got the stamp and she felt bad, but like, I mean, it's it's a tough situation, right? Because here's this re- really rich lady who's giving you like a hundred million won for yeah. this insurance. And like, even though it's your son's like ex-girlfriend and all that stuff. So she got the stamp for it, but she, she had written like this nice heartfelt note, like, oh, let's continue business, blah, blah, blah. But she took it out. And kept it because she was, like, super sad. So then, like, there was a later scene between just the parents when they were both at home. Because, like, the guy, the father also quit the job um, uh, later on. He, like, he actually turned on the sprinklers on the <laughs> the mom as he was leaving. And so then there was a scene. So, like, the father, like, so even though both parents know that that situation happened, they don't yeah. know that each other knows that that situation happened. Uh, so the scene of them at... 
um, lunch or like eating dinner, the father was like, I'm giving you this money to help like because I love you and blah, blah, blah. And then um, the fa- like the mom was like, you should eat more beef. And like they were just like having like this moment. And then they both started crying to each other because I think yeah. that, like it was a really well shot scene. And I felt emotional yeah. watching it because I was just like, I feel it because like, I felt it like it felt like. It, like I know they felt bad because like the the father was like I feel bad that you had to marry someone like me and couldn't elevate your status mm. and then the mom was like it's nothing like we deserved each other blah 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 and they it was just like a very like touching and sad scene to watch and like that was like yeah. the highlight of the two episodes was just that the scene between the parents and it's yeah. like you think about how like parents try so hard and like for their kids yeah, yeah the kids don't right? really get it all the time especially and then, like, at the moment when they're young yeah you start to understand the older you get that the sacrifices that your parents had to make yeah. um and like like a lot of times you don't really realize like that you know maybe your family doesn't have a lot of money or you yeah. don't realize that you know um i don't know like there's a lot of things you don't realize as kids that you get older and you think like oh shoot <laughs> yeah and like, even, like this and then because yeah. like when i think about it like uh, um, yeah. the scenes that i really enjoyed in that between those last two episodes were all family oriented scenes yeah so like set will finally found where her sister was and mm-hmm. like because of puppy puppy which is this guy he loves her he's like a top celebrity and he's like obsessed with her but i don't think she realized that he likes her but like he very clearly likes her and like even paparazzi has taken pictures because he invited her to stay at his house and paparazzi took pictures of them so you know that's about to blow up in the later episodes but um she finally found where her sister was staying and then like the sister was like walking out and then she was like hiding behind the in the garage hiding because she didn't want sister to see her and she said something she was like oh don't tell Gumbi because she'll tell set bill and i don't want set bill to know yet like i want to debut and be a star so that i can take care of my sister because she's taking care of me for so long and then she was like she was like you brat and then the car moves off and she's like and then they see each other she's like how did you find me so then they like have they have like lunch and she was saying like I'm disappointed that you chose to hire someone and blah, blah, blah. She was like, but sis, she was like, but honey, I'm going to make it. Like, you don't have to worry. Like, I'm trying, re- I'm working really hard, blah, blah, blah. So it was like a touching scene. And then another yeah. scene was with Set Bill and Dehan's mom, where okay. she, like, tries to sneak back into the house after, like, cow chopping and stuff. No, because, like, she tra- she left because of the Yoonju when Yoonju saw them together. So she left the house. But, like, she pre- like even though she left the house, she didn't really leave the house. So they yeah. Han told her that she can't come back and stay at the house. So she sneaks in back. And then the, she, like, turns on the light. And then the mom was just like, oh, you thought you could stay out all night? Like, you are a member of this family. Like, you don't get to go out, blah, blah, blah. And she starts scolding her. And then, like... She just got very overwhelmed by like she's because it's been a long time since anyone has scolded her, right? Because her Aww. dad, her dad was the one who was scolded her, and like it was, it's literally just been her and her sister. And so when she was like, she was like kept repeating family in her yeah. head because she was like, "We're family, like you consider me your family." And I was like, 
So cute. That's the only thing I like about the show. I just really like the family moments. Yeah. <laughs> like, the family moments I are think cute. that's actually my thing, too, with, like, what we'll talk about later, which is it's okay not to be okay. Well, we can, we can talk about it right now. Oh, perfect. Okay. <laughs> um, so we are up to date. Episode 12, yes. I think, right? Yes. Uh, which aired today. Yes. And today is Sunday, July the 26th, just in case anybody wants to know. Oh, shit. Is it the 26th? Uh, yeah. Oh, damn. I wrote the wrong number on that report that i did earlier oh well (laughs) but yeah Uh, but yeah it is the 26th and so we are up to date and now there is some rumbling of family men um yeah connections between our yes okay so episode nine and ten right so with nine i was i think i told you that like at the end of episode nine and then pretty much 78% 78% of episode 10, actually probably 100% of episode 10, a bitch yeah. was just bawling the entire time. Yeah. I was just so overwhelmed. I was just like, this is so sad, but like it makes so much sense. But I was, so okay, here's the thing. I was emotional, but I didn't, like, I feel like the only time that I actually teared up was episode 12 actually i'm the one that i watched today mm-hmm. when that patient oh um, yeah i also cried there i got too. yeah <laughs> i have to look for, for his name because he deserves it oh um so kode juan played yeah. school, and he he had like a flashback to the vietnam war yeah and that scene in the bus when you had like yeah the bombs and stuff like that through the windows and him inside that, like yep was, like, made me it. tear up oh. as well i'm telling you I like so sad and this emotional. this show has been making yeah. me so emotional and so like yeah. teary-eyed and i'm just like yeah. wow <laughs> this and is him, not like okay. him too when he was talking to that other patient about like seeing their smiling faces yeah he was like and he was only 20 and he was like yeah you and then he was like oh you were only under order but then he was saying he was like but to blindly follow orders it's you like know? A, to, be, it's to be a beast or something yeah. right Which obviously you can also relate to almost any regiment <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, no. especially at wartime because like i mean i know they exaggerated the most with nazi germany and like you know orders quote yeah. unquote but also like anytime you're at war i feel like you are pretty much just a beast following your master's order yeah no you are because you like the things that you have to do during wartime is like not like it is humane because we're all human and like that encompasses the bad parts of it right yeah but also i think to be human is to be affected by those negative decisions and he's definitely affected and that's why he's not able to like rejoin society yeah that he wants because like and it's it's been like a long time Yeah, and, like, and it, it actually it, made me think about too, like yeah. how even to shit on the U.S. some more, yeah. but like just the way we treat veterans here too. We don't give oh, them absolutely. PTSD counseling and all that stuff, and a lot of them do go to that. And then the thing, it's not even just like that too, and like the way the arm army as a entire like um, institution is meant to prey on people who are young and they need this to survive like they need the benefits that you're offering them in order to survive and then they go, go to out. school yeah and then they like go that, out yeah. and they do these things and then they come back and you're not helping with their mental health to get like to be better yeah i i honestly always feel that only sociopaths and psychopaths come back from war and army is not effective yeah 
end because it's like there's no way that you can kill another human being and not be affected by that if you are not one of those two yeah and i think too it also was really informative because a lot of people don't know but with the vietnam war the other like outside of the u.s obviously it was a u.s like sort of based yeah. war and that's what people remind remember it for but they don't Korea remember- sense yeah. the largest amount of like non-american soldiers, soldiers yeah were yeah and it's like why why what what do you have to gain but i guess also because north and south korea had their whole thing and communism was yep. like this, yep. this enemy um that's why they felt that they needed to like be so 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 much and a part of it was also the way that the u.s like encouraged them to help yeah. as a way for them to back up south korea yeah, and also actually reminds me, I went to um, a Korean museum in Seoul. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, where was it? It was, um, I think it was like out near Gangnam Station. Was it Gangnam Station? It was near the station where all the foreigners were. I can't remember yeah. which one it was. But there was this like um, museum and it was a cool museum because it had like the history of Korea and it had like really cool displays, like some were figurines, some were like whatever. And it was like literally from like ancient time Korea, like, I'm sorry, like from like, um, uh like what is the subspecies that we were neanderthals and things like that so it sort of like went throughout the whole thing but like the the monuments they have to the korean war are just so extravagant Mm -hmm. and just so like they literally thanked every single country that helped them even jamaica mind you (laughs) like if you you like you you have me on instagram so you can see my instagram stories. when i went to korea i i took like my only thing is i got there late so i couldn't go to every room yeah i did go to the room for like um when they were thanking thanking all the countries about um their support during the korean war yeah and they had like a thing for jamaica they had a thing for every single country that helped them but like to this like the information they had on the u.s was this like sort of like grand yeah like idealized version of like how the u.s has lifted them from nothing something and it was kind of weird to be honest like and the u.s base being like right there and so open and whatever yeah yeah. and it's actually funny well not funny but it's interesting too because like i've had friends who joined the military right and like one of my friends she actually she she got placed in seoul and, like, a lot of them do get placed in Seoul. Like, I have three friends that joined the U.S. military, and all three of them got placed in Seoul. And, like, oh. um, she was... So, two of them were black, and then one was Korean, because he joined the U.S. military, and he got placed in the Seoul base. But, I yeah, no, like, it really... Like, that scene really was just, like, very emotional for me It was! Well. It was, because it was, like... It, 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 like, obviously, the Vietnam War was a thing that happened, but it just sort of, like, brought to... to the forefront the fact that like and i think it also then, sort of adds to the humanization of all the all these people these patients yeah who are in this, this and it also like with the thing with the vietnam war like we think about now with all the protests happening in yes. the u.s and it's like mass protests has not happened like this since the vietnam war so it was just like yeah. another way of like wow like look at this connectivity of things well, happening. Well, also, too, in Portland, um, I was reading that yes. they had, like, the Wall of Vets, yep. who were also marching with, in, in Portland, I think it's in Portland, um, where there's secret police are snatching people off the yep. street. Um, yep. And Girl. it is, like, really crazy, and, and just sort of, like, like 
as you said, like you dedicate your life and your body to these causes and you follow these orders blindly and then you come home and there's no one here to support you. And for him, and I think what is really smart with what this this show was doing is like it's showing that some some mental, you know, issues are, you know, you're born with. Like with Sainte. Yeah, like Sainte and Moon Young. Yeah. yeah, But so many of them are just born by your situation. Like we had that lady who her daughter died and she, you know, believed that her daughter was like she would not not accept the fact that her daughter daughter, died yeah no exactly exactly. and then you have him with you know ptsd you have um the guy with his alcoholism and his girlfriend who you know was abused by her boyfriend yeah and then the the shaman like her situation yeah so So you have all these people who are like just born by their life situations and like things that they can't help I was not gonna lie. So like I, as you know, so I didn't watch. So I didn't watch the both episodes until this today. Right? today so I didn't yeah, watch. Yeah. So I watched. I'm not at ten. I was like, ooh, yes, that kiss. I was like, I was like, that's a kiss. Like, okay, because I was mad, right? Because I episode nine, right? Well, yeah. eleven, I guess. So episode nine was. I was like, what the fuck was that? Like. What is that? What is that little chubs? What is that? That's not a kid. I was like, this is 2020. I want to see a kiss. And I was going to be so heated. And if we had recorded this on Friday, you'd have heard me bitch about how all I got was a little chubs. And then I was emotionally battered for like episode 10. But (laughs) then 11 gave us a kiss. And I was like, okay, that's okay. I will say though. So there's something that I don't like about Gante and... Other than I think he's a masochist, and I also think absolutely he lies a lot, and I feel like it's very unwarranted. Like I feel like he does not need to lie as much as he does. Yeah, because I'm like, okay, you want like I understand that you feel like Saint Tay can't accept you know certain things, but the fact that you lie about it so often yeah, after like drilling so it into him that he lying is bad, bad yeah. and knowing, but maybe it feeds into the masochism because then when Sante finds out that he lies, he beats him up. And so he kind of has that, he likes to be beat up. So he has that cycle, And, like, right? you you can tell yeah. that he's a masochist. Like, you definitely, like, this man likes Absolutely. to be hurt. Because, like, Absolutely. even after finding out, like, that the whole, like, situation with, you know... Moon Young's mom, which we all fucking knew, right? Did we not yeah, all absolutely. knew this? Like, like, it's so funny. Like, it's so funny because I remember the last time we recorded, I said to you that, oh, this is what's going to be. Like, he's going to choose Moon Young over... Oh, he's going to choose Sante over Moon Young. And then Sante is going to have to open the door for Mia. And I'm like, for that shit them, yeah. literally happened. <laughs> yeah, but I actually liked how it happened. I liked the whole idea of her, like... Her being herself and just, yeah. like, badgering. So, d- <laughs> so there's a theory, though, right, that yeah. um, that uh, Sante is not, is adopted, right? That's the theory. I actually did. I saw that this morning, actually, that Sante and Muna and I are thought, related. Yeah, and I thought, yeah. I thought the same as well. And then this episode made me, it, it, it solidified yeah. it. Because I thought yeah. it, because they don't tell you stories for no reason, right? Exactly. I remember in episode 10, when they were telling the story of the, the when Sante elaborately explained to the nurse about the dog, about the dinosaur and how the, it's not his that dino, that mom Family. wasn't the real mom and all that stuff it was like he yeah. was adopted and stuff I was like oh my god he's adopted I was like because they don't I was like they don't do things for no reason like they don't just yeah. frill out all the stuff <laughs> 
but I don't know. I kind of I'm still enjoying it. I'm no, I no, I I, I, I still and, very much, very, yeah. very much, really, really like the show. Yeah. And like I do yeah. think that overall, I probably there probably will be very, very high rating. But yeah. I'm just like you know, I just like start thinking about things like that and of stuff. Course. So. Of course, especially now that you know there's like four episodes, two weekends left. Yeah, I show, always right? like I always start thinking like okay what are we going for and like stuff like that and it's funny too though because like a lot of times when i do watch dramas once it gets to like um a certain part of like a drama like i could be i could have a drama that's like oh okay right now i'm thinking seven out of ten or whatever and then something happens and like it could be either good or really bad and then it will bump it up to like something because like um with my love enlightened me um, I was four episodes away from the end, and I was I was like thinking, "Ooh, yeah, I'm gonna give this like a good eight out of 10. And yeah. then I one scene happened, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, you're not gonna do this! Please don't tell me you're gonna do this. You are not doing this." And I was like, "Okay, well that's it. I'm gonna drop this shit down to like a four. <laughs> and then it went the completely different way. And that's when yeah. I was like, "Okay, you've you've gotten a nine out of ten now." <laughs> so. Yeah, the thing is, like, there's still four episodes left to yeah. go, and I assume that the big, the the big stuff will happen the next weekend with yeah. the next two episodes because then they'll have to deal with it in the last two episodes. Yeah. So like, I, she like, definitely is yeah. gonna find out about her like the mom's role. Oh in yeah, the well death. that was in the preview yeah. anyway. So that's so gonna be like, like the family. Mm-hmm. And like the so, end, like yeah. when she was walking away and like stuff like that. You yeah. know that it has to be something like that. And I also yeah. like this the whole idea of like this found family situation that yes. is going on and like it's my kryptonite and i kind of wish i had my Me bingo too. card so that i could mark yeah. this drama off as because it's on my bingo card and i'm not on lazy Annie's bingo card so i'm like Ugh. i really do like found families they're matching my favorite things to be honest so like the fact that you know like if I would have preferred it if there wasn't any of this whole like are they related by blood kind of thing mm-hmm. and like the focus on it. I kind of like the idea of just like Sang Tae being older siblings to, to these two yeah. people, right? Yeah. And like and and obviously JC as well too, and like yeah. just having but, like, that. Yeah, no, like episode yeah. eleven really made me like smile. Like it just made me it very did. genuinely like. Yeah, I was just like, oh, was and then even episode twelve, like the little moments of <laughs> the scene. <laughs> You see it in the grocery store. <laughs> She's so dramatic. <laughs> I want to say it. I although I thought it was very like realistic of her to say that she doesn't want to have a kid because she doesn't want to yeah. be jealous of the kid. <laughs> and that's the thing, she doesn't like to share. So I mean for her to have a child that would be like, She's like I wanna have a kid. kid. I wanna be jealous of the kid. But anyways. So, <laughs> all right. So we are back with the next segment, and this is our freestyle round. And um, I decided <laughs> that this would be a good topic because I had been going through something I call shonen fatigue <laughs> uh, with One Piece, and it's crazy because it's so different from what I experienced from, say, like Bleach and. Um, Attack on Titan especially, uh, whereas, like, for those two, like, okay, I'm not watching the anime for Bleach again, like, I just, I don't think I can, but, like, in terms of, like, the fandom stuff, I'm, like, 100% in it, mm-hmm. and, like, with Attack on Titan, I mean, I love the anime and, like, the manga and stuff like that, um, but with One Piece, I just feel like I had this sort of, like, fatigue where um, I had been watching so much shonen anime that I just needed a break. I needed 
more characterization. Yeah. I needed well-rounded characters. And I mean, you can say this a lot of This is arcing back to our earlier segment when yeah. she was talking about why she chose to go back to like, go stop, pause One Piece and watch something else. So. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Because I feel like shonen are great in terms of like goals. Like it's a very goal-oriented like um, story structure. You know, Goku wants to be the strongest. Astrid wants to be uh, the uh, king of the 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 uh, sorry the wizard king. You know, um, Eren wants to kill all titans. You mm-hmm. know, like uh, I mean, Ichigo kind of has like a, a opposite thing where he just wants to be like he wants to help people, but it takes him a lot longer to figure that out. Um, but like. All of these 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 MCs from these shonen animes or, or mangas, they all have like really orient goal oriented like stories where it doesn't really allow them much time to be a fully fledged human being who like loves and lo- and loses and like hurts and you know all these things because a lot of times like they're they're only allowed to react to the battle. They're only allowed to react to like things getting in the way of their goals. And I know like some people will be like, oh, you know, there's some, there are scenes that like allow them time to um, sort of expound on, you know, these other emotions. And I mean, yeah, I mean, Aaron, every single freaking episode of Attack on Titan, Aaron is telling, is having a mental breakdown. Like that's his whole thing. Okay. And I think that, that's, 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 that's it, it really is. Down. I can already like, <laughs> I'm I'm only like I'm about to be done with season one and I'm telling you that is exactly his thing. Yeah, so Asta actually is um from Black Clover and he he like I mean there was that one scene where his arms get broken and he's like there's like no cure because it's cure he's he's been under this curse mm-hmm. and he like has this like sort of broken moment where he's like, Oh, you know, like my life isn't already hard enough, like what the fuck? But then he he instantly bounces out of that and he's like i'm just gonna work harder and i'm just like no bitch you need to be depressed for five episodes and drink like me like you don't need to <laughs> you don't need to do all this okay because it's not like it's realistic but it's not most of human beings will go through the gauntlet of emotions right they're not gonna just bounce back you don't really get to see adult men be soft in the same way and like that is what really tends to be the problem because like i'm watching these characters and they're doing amazing wonderful awesome all inspiring things but they're not being really fully realized people you know who do have broken moments and so i needed more like depth i think and so that's why i did turn to shoju shoujo and just like to have sort of like a, you know more like a, a different look a different way to characterize people yeah and so we're gonna like we're just gonna do a 101 sort of like a, on animes and things <laughs> and sort of give you like the different types and how to identify them kind of and like we'll talk about you know if we have liked certain things and in, in, in which ones and like you know um, our least favorite things i guess as well too so they it's widely accepted that there's five types of animes and and basically shonen is one we always talk about for the most part um it's the one that i mostly do watch even though i am prone to jose and shoja as well too shoujo too um, but I do, I mean, shonen is just so accessible, I think, in a lot of ways. And they tend to be longer, much longer, and, like, have, like, the full, like, promotion and, like, adaptations and films. I mean, like, Inuyasha has, like, four films. I know because I have them on DVD. You know, like, <laughs> so it's, it's kind of like, you know, you get you get more content, I think, from, from shonen. I think so, they, too. 
Yeah. So shonen can be translated to mean few years in English and refers to a younger male audience. So shonen anime usually looks to meet all the interests of younger males, and it mostly features a young male protagonist. And it obviously we mentioned like it's the most popular and well known. There's elements of action, adventure, fighting, drama, comedy, and coming of age. What it is also famously known for not having is romance. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, but like that's never stopped anybody from shipping. So, oh, never, never.、Uh, I mean, if if you have like freaking sword fights in every episode, I can have. A kissing scene as well too. I don't see what the difference is. You know, people are more prone to be kissing than sword fighting in 2020. Okay, so, <laughs> so I, I just you know I'm just throwing that out there.、Um, and yeah, we talk about obviously a lot of shonen because I watch a lot of shonen, and I mean it's most popular one. So Dragon Ball,、uh, Black Clover, One Piece, Naruto, Naruto, mind you. Um, you don't、I、even like a, Naruto. I don't even like Naruto, but it's funny because every people in my real life that I know who watch who who don't even watch anime love Naruto, so it's kind of crazy. A lot、uh, of people like <laughs>、yeah. Naruto. Me,、so、I'm an Irasha girl. So yeah, I might give it another chance after I finish One Piece, but you know, mountains and whatever. So、uh, what else? There's Attack on Titan, obviously, and Bleach, obviously. Uh, what I would say though about Attack on Titan, and you know we we're talking about Aaron, is that Aaron I feel is one of the most multi-dimensional characters in an MC, like that is an MC of a of a story that I've ever seen. Just because I feel like he is allowed to be emotional, he is allowed to you know be weak and to fail at things、um, constantly, and like his drive is in that. Yeah, his drive isn't even like like obviously like he wants to kill all the titans. That's his thing. But even before that, he wanted to join the scouts. So it's not like、yeah. it's not like his whole life changed when his mother died and got chomped on by you know <laughs> her husband's first wife or whatever. You know, like it is a thing, right?、Um, but so it's kind of like. Like I love Aaron for that reason because he is a mess and he is allowed to be a mess and I think that's also why I love Ichigo because Ichigo rejects everything like he like you know all these MCs are always like oh I have a challenge yeah I'm gonna run and do this and be great at it and Ichigo's like do I have to do this can I not like <laughs> stay home and like just go to school and do my schoolwork you sure okay. <laughs> He's just like everybody is a mess around me, and it's because they're a mess that I actually have to get out of bed today. Like, <laughs> and that's why I do love Ichigo,、um, and also because Ichigo knows how to use his words. Ichigo, you know, his mother's passing affected him deeply, and he was able to communicate that. He, you know, loves Rukia, and he was also able to communicate that,、um, and that's why six eighty six doesn't exist to me. But anyway. <laughs> Anyways, continue. Okay, so we're gonna go into something that is、um, sort of the older version of shojo, and that is、uh, sorry of、uh, shonen. It's seinen. As I mentioned, this alcohol is like I haven't eaten all day today. It's currently going on six p.m., guys. It's so. A- <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's literally just alcohol and coffee. That's all I've had in my body today. So. Oh, that's why you're having the time of your life right now. Absolutely. You know so, what? This is fun though because, like, usually I am the not sober person. So. 
<laughs> Revenge. Continue. Yes. Oh, you want to talk about the shonen that you like? Me? Yeah. I already said what I like. Which one? Oh. You weren't listening. Are you sure? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Okay, well, I'm going to mention then. Full Model Alchemist Brotherhood and Hunter X Hunter. Those are also very popular and they're really excellent. Um, it's Hunter Hunter. Uh, Hunter X. I I read it as as it's shown. I know. I say it too. And like, yeah, I know. I Hunter, I saw a tweet. So. I saw a tweet, and they were like, "My brain." No, it's like reality. Hunter Hunter. My brain. Hunter X Hunter. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> like, and someone's like Hunter Squared. <laughs> That's a good one, actually. I think I'm going to start using it from now on. Hunter like Hunter Squared. squared. <laughs> no, I, I mean, uh, yeah. I actually want to rewatch Hunter Hunter. I do too, actually. And it's funny because I never finished the last art, that Ant Syria, whatever. Yeah. Was, whatever's not on Netflix is what I haven't watched yet, okay? So, um, but uh, for Hasoka's almost naked body, and for my son, Killua, of course, I will watch again because I love Hunter x Hunter. And it is, like, actually my banner. And I, was, I changed my icon on my personal Twitter, but I couldn't change, like, the, the banner that I was using. Oh, you, it's, it is Hunter Hunter. You changed so your I, icon? Like, I didn't even notice. Yeah, it's, it's Natalia Kills now. It's actually what I used to Oh, yeah, it used to be. Day. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. wasn't that what you... Yeah. Because that's what I used to recognize you as. Like, that was your, yeah. your I thing. I never changed it. I actually think I changed it to Bonnie. And from there, I kind of, like, moved around a bit. But I felt like a return to the original. So that's why I went back. Um, okay, so we're going to go into Seinen, which is translated as young man in English and targets the young adult or adult male viewers. Usually has the same stories as shonen. However, are more sophisticated than shonen. They are more violent, sexual, satirical, or psychologically intense, and therefore cater to a more mature audience. It is popular with high school teens all the way up to businessmen. Hmm. And so... The ones that they have included here are like One Punch Man, Tokyo Ghouls, Steins Gate, oh. Ghost in the Shining Berserk. I have not watched any of these, to be honest. With I watched you. Tokyo Ghoul. I did. I you know what? I didn't watch it because it looked like I hate. Like I'm not really into gruesome, gross things, and that's what it looked like. Oh, I like gross things. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I watched it. I don't think I ever finished it though. Okay, I have heard really, really, really good things about it. I like no, I liked lie, it but, when I, yeah. I liked what I like was watching. But I, that would have been the only standing that I think I would have watched, which is Tokyo Girl. Because I don't know, I don't know. I guess like I would have to like look at a list to see like what are other standings, you know? Yeah, I'm looking at it, and it's like Space Brothers, Yuki Ayuna is a hero. Um, I've never heard of any of these. I'll be very honest with you. Um, Yuki I don't really. Yeah, Blade of the Immortal, um, Angel Beats. I have heard of Angel Beats. Apparently, that's Sinan. Uh Ghost in the Shell, obviously. Uh, oh, yeah, Black Lagoon, I've heard of uh, as well. Cold Geass is actually considered Sinan and not Shonich, which is really surprising. But I loved Cold Geass. Um, Lelouch, forever in my heart. He is a G. <laughs> he is. I will, like, honestly, like, I watch a lot of anime in my days. And he was honestly the first and the last to be like, look, bitch, this is what I'm going to do in the first episode. And he did it. He risked everything. <laughs> in the end, even when things were falling apart, his sister was like murdering people, you know, due to him and all this stuff was going on. And he stuck true to his goal because he wanted to see a better world. 
and I respect him and I respect that drama. Psychopaths, that's actually something I do want to watch. Mostly because when the character is Is not. that is but, that Samian? That's Samian, yeah. Oh, I love psychopaths. Oh my oh, gosh. I literally <laughs> love psycho like I've rewatched it like three times. Really? Okay, I was. I'm actually gonna watch it because they're like not gonna lie. There was a character that was really cute, and I saw a gift set for him on Tumblr. Yeah. Tumblr is where I get like all these ideas. Yeah, from. you're always like, uh, let me watch anything. It's like, no, I really, really liked it. I really, really yeah. Liked it. Okay, that's good. Good to know. So that's one of those. Um, and yeah, I mean, I would have. I feel like I need to like maybe broaden my horizons and like start watching that a little bit more in order to get more of an idea of how I feel about it. Because, I mean, Shonen, like, I watched so many and for forever that <laughs> I kind of, I know what it's about, you know? Yeah. I don't really even know what Shonen is about. So I'm going to definitely dedicate maybe some more time to it just to see. So next we're going to go into Shoujo. So that is the opposite of Shonen, translated in English as, as young girl. Shoujo focuses on more the interpersonal relationships and romance in the story rather than the fighting and action. The series tend to be more dramatic, but also still include the adventure, comedy, and action that are prevalent in Shonen. The protagonist of the story is always a female. And obviously, you know, oh, it's kind of crazy. I'm looking at the list of the popular ones, and they're like ones that we've mentioned on the show. So you're in um, Host Club, uh, Maid Sama, Vampire Knight. So I guess when it comes to my anime watching, I watch a lot of (laughs) Shoujo. then too that um madoka magica is also shojin i'm like i'm looking at the list yeah. too and it's like oh vampire night watched it orange watched it <laughs> fruit uh, basket I, watched I, it I, nana like, watched it <laughs> drama it would probably be vampire night i hate i that. know you hated it <laughs> oh my god oh, was so annoying it's sorry <laughs> Oh, Fruit Baskets. Fruit Basket. Um, uh, Division of Escafone, which I do have on DVD. I love it so much. It's so good. It's Azura uh, Na Kiss. Watch that. Skip Beat. Um, watched part of it. I didn't finish it, but I watched part of that. Cowboy Bebop? I don't think so. I think that's maybe more Sinan than it is Shonen. So I don't think it should be on this list. Um, what else is there? Sailor Magical Moon. Girl, Sailor Moon, obviously. <laughs> Obviously, uh, Wedding Peach, Utakata, Pressure <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I like wow, I didn't realize, I didn't realize either that I watched I mean, this much. It's a good, I like, I like the balance, you know, like having, um, you know, Shonen being this like goal oriented action adventure, and then like Shoujo being like feelings and romance and being soft. And I kind of really like, <laughs> I am a feelings and romance and being soft bitch okay <laughs> exactly i don't think there's anything wrong with it and honestly like seeing what's on this list like okay you know what Madoka, i watch that too sorry continue and game madoka honestly i would maybe consider that to be a shonen with a female protagonist because it is very goal-oriented um the whole idea is that um you know madoka is Put on this path to become a magical girl and like all the things that sort of entails with that and the secrets behind you know why it is even a thing yeah and i i think that um yeah i you know madoka kaname like she is as much a shonen protagonist as anybody else it's just that you know it's better written <laughs> so like she there's like depth Stop. you know it's kind of the idea 
but like the adventure itself is like a real friggin' thing and it is like heartbreaking and it is like action-packed and like there's so many guns in that holy crap <laughs> but, uh yeah so i mean obviously we can you know what would you say would be your favorite <laughs> dun, 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 dun. i'm thinking <laughs> let me think what would be your favorite sailor, sailor moon, moon. <laughs> Um, I don't think any, like, it's funny, I got my, um, my cousin's daughter, I gave her my Sailor V comic, and I'm like, let me know what you think, because I have more. Like, I was, like, a drug dealer in that moment, and you I were like about it. <laughs> um. But, yeah, Sailor Moon is definitely the top tier, but I think that, like, Madoka does the Sailor Moon story, but I think it does it better <laughs> in some ways, um, just because of the horror elements to it. And Visions of Escaphonia, of course. I think probably... And Club. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I would I would definitely do... I would probably think her and Host Club and Orange. I really like those two. And Nana. Even though yeah. I thought Nana would be like... I, I feel like Nana is more Jose than it is. I think... I was going to say that. But I don't, I don't know why they included it on the list. Well, yeah. this anime list that I just pulled up to see what they were including. But I, I would I would say Maid Sama um Yes. Maid Sama, Kuman Host Club and Orange probably. Not okay. that I don't like Sailor Moon. <laughs> I like Sailor Moon. <laughs> you know I love Sailor Moon. <laughs> it is fine. I mean I don't like I just yeah, Jose Best. Um yeah, I I mean Sailor Moon's not for everybody. Like, no, I love Sailor Moon. Oh, okay. I'm just saying it just it should be. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love Sailor Moon. It's just, yeah. it's just like, you know, Sailor Moon's like a nice show to watch. <laughs> Absolutely, it's something because there's so many filler episodes in in the way it's set up. It's something that you can literally just play in the background while you're working or whatever, and it's just, it's nice. You know, it's like comforting. Yeah, and I, I think that is the same for like Urin Host Club. You know, if it had more seasons, it probably would be on that list. Like in this, it would give me the same feeling, you know? But it's so short, it's, so, you know. I think that's why I like it too, because it's so short. <laughs> fair enough, fair and enough. And I like Fruit Basket, yeah. so. I haven't watched that, but I'm going to definitely watch it. Well, I haven't those, watched but... the newer one, right? Because I watched a yeah. very, very old one back when I yes. was in high school. Because so there's a remake. Yeah, I haven't watched the remake, and that's why I wanted my friend's Crunchyroll. <laughs> and I'm gonna message her and be like, "Bitch, your country road did not work. Come on, what's wrong?" <laughs> so, well, one of the last ones we're gonna do is Jose, which is a shoju. As shoju is a kind of part of shonen, Jose is the, the opposite of sinin. So, sinin shows are targeted towards. Oh, that's a typo in this article that I'm reading from. Okay, so Jose shows are targeted towards adult female viewers and focuses more on romance than anything. They usually have a more realistic feel than shoju and features older women. There are more erotic, intense, and dark subjects than other genres. They are based around everyday normal life, but also have a dramatic. Oh heavy shit! Sense. Okay, sorry. Continue. Okay. No, it's not to you. I'm so, just like looking. I'm looking at the list, the list. and I'm like, oh, yeah. I guess I watch a lot of Jose too. <laughs> well, the popular ones that they have on here, I've never actually watched. So Usagi Drop. Paradise Kiss, Chiha Ya Faru, I probably butchered that, Nodame Cantable. I Those watched that because that's, yeah. it's been remade into um, K-drama, J-drama, and um, C-drama. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. no, it's, um, 
No, that means cantable, and it was that drama that symphony's romance, the drama that I talk about. Oh, like, the symphony weeks. one, yeah, okay. yeah, well, and that yeah, one. that's what it is. That's why I knew that. And then Princess okay. Jellyfish, I also watched. I watched the. I didn't watch the anime, but I watched the J drama because <laughs> I thought it was a weird name. Because like I feel like a lot of Jose get made into dramas. Okay, well, I'm looking at a list, um, and it's from myanimelist.net, and the top 10. And so it has ones that I, actually, it's funny, I, when I was reading that description, I was like, I wonder if Yuri on Ice would be considered a shonen, not a shonen, sorry, a, sh- a shoujo, or mm-hmm. a jose. It's actually considered a jose on this list, and it's the number one pick mm-hmm. for top jose. And Yuri on Ice is fantastic. Honestly, I... It is just such a heartwarming, sexy. The friggin' ice routines that they do on that are just like. Tomi! Oh my god, Tomi's also. Um, who else? So Nana's on this list, of course. Usagi Drop. I hear a lot about it. I've, I've never really been that interested in reading it or watching it, but Me like I, I have heard a lot of it. Um, what else? Princess Jellyfish. I, so I, like I said, I didn't read, I didn't watch the anime, but I watched the J drama. Because I like went on my illegal website watching dramas, and then I saw this name. It was like Princess Jellyfish, and I was like, "Hmm, okay." <laughs> so I started watching it. It was very interesting. The crazy thing is, I I have heard about it, but I never really was that interested in reading it. But then I got into Tokyo Teruriba Girls, which is my favorite Jose besides Midnight Secretary mm-hmm. of all time. Um, I have all the manga, and I mean, if I buy the manga for you and I buy all of you. You're in my heart, okay? Because uh, manga's not cheap. And so, um, because I fell so hard for Tokyo Teruriba Girls, I will definitely go back and read Princess Jellyfish. Mm. But she's actually, the person who wrote that also wrote, you know, Princess Jellyfish. So that's mm. kind of like the tie-in for that for me. What else is there? Paradise Kiss, I hear a lot about. Well, I've never really, like, been interested in reading it. Michiko Tohachin is something that I did want to look into because they have a black character, like as a, one of the lead characters. Yeah, and I, I always saw see, that. I always see her online, so that's something that I really do want to get into. Um, so apparently, boys love stuff is all considered Jose. Well, yeah, because it's written for women. Yeah, okay. okay. I mean, so think about it. It's, like, it's not, but it's not like sexual. So why is it not shoujo? Because, well, I think it's just because boy, like in most cases, boy love is written for women. Like, they're not. Ri- no, no, I understand, but what I mean is, like, why is it Jose and not Shoujo? Um, you know, like, if especially if it's maybe not, like, because they just it. assume a boy love to be more for mature women or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Oh, it's wow. interesting. Why would they call it? I honestly, I just think that's like this goes back to what I saw a while back where. Often, people when people think like um, homosexuality, they just think sexy times most of the time. You know, they they it's very much sexualized. Where there's usually for straight people as well, yeah. right? Like, yeah. Okay. So, like, no, I get that. Cause like that's why like cause like I, someone did a very important like. Um, parallel because they're like when you're younger like as a little kid like these four-year-olds they'll be like oh look she has a little girlfriend or she has a little boyfriend but and then they'll talk but then when they're older they're talking about how you're imposing your beliefs them seeing like two people two people of the same sex they're like oh that's imposing your belief but when you were younger you're telling this child oh she can have a little girlfriend and a little boyfriend you know what i'm saying 
Yeah, no, no, absolutely. I do get it because we do socialize children. Like they want like the little five and six year olds to hold hands and like, oh, look, they're so cute. And then like 10 years later, you're like, uh, don't talk to them. Yeah. You know, like or like you're fucked up because you think like that's the only way to be because like that's how people told you that it's supposed to be. Yeah. So I think in a lot of ways, like, yeah, like I can think there's an argument that um, exploring, you know, sexuality in that way in fiction can be like um, revolutionary in some ways for some people because it's like you're still figuring things out, right? And so like the, you know, people who only like Yao and Boy Love, you know, like maybe that's just, maybe it's not always like this sort of fetishization of it, you know? Like maybe it's just like a way for them to sort of like explore certain things that they would not be able to, or they don't feel that they can with like, you know, heterosexual relationships. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that is the case. So that's probably Um, why they like label it as Joe Say instead of like, and also, so I guess then Jose could also um, sort of encompass like hentai stuff as well too. Like, like for women, like not not like the extreme like tentacle shit or anything like that. But in terms of like the what you consider vanilla hentai, maybe like that. Like Fire in His Fingertips is a manga turned into like an anime Mm -hmm. which is considered hentai Mm -hmm. because there's all of the sex in there right i I keep trying to find it i have not found it yet really yeah i'll send you a link send me the link um, i'm like yeah i'm trying to watch this damn hentai show (laughs) so like i'm going through my comic list here of the stuff that i have paid to actually read and like i feel like they're all technically considered jose um like uh my boss has an xl size yeah the romance is there. It's just, you know, there's a lot of sex in between. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there is, um, at this rate, I'll come, the guards' persistent ba- body exams, which I will argue um, is bit, is very inappropriate because she is a prisoner and he is a prison guard, mm-hmm. so he really shouldn't be having sex with her because there's consent issues. Um, but they modeled him after Sebastian from um, Black Butler, so that's how they got me. Mm. <laughs> but yeah like i do think i do think that like um like i and i said like looking at this anime list like in like magna list is when i i do think that a lot of jose get made into um j dramas like a lot of them mm-hmm. because like, yeah absolutely i think it's cheaper too in a lot of ways than to do like a shonen where you have like you know dynamics and shit you know? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, we're just going to give you love, like, um, incurable case of love. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I actually, um, so I am, like, watching it, right? And I, haven't fin- I like, I'm, I've pretty much finished it. I'm just, like, I'm, like. Is it good? Because I did, like, the manga. Um, I just haven't, I don't, don't think I read the last two issues, maybe, because they. I actually, just, like, like so far, so good, actually. Like, I'm not, like, bothered by anything, really, as m- much. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, wasn't the, it so embarrassing? The male lead is actually pretty likable. Like, he looks very attractive in this for some reason. Oh, he's really attractive in manga form. But isn't it like really embarrassing when she was like, "Hi" to him at the beginning, and, he and he's like, like, "Bitch, who the fuck are you?" <laughs> but then everyone's just yeah. like, everyone's like, "Oh, Ooh, she's a baller!" Like, she yeah. confessed yeah. on the first I day. That part of it. <laughs> I love everybody was just like impressed by her. The, like, they were like, like they were like, "Ooh, like she, yeah, she like." <laughs> Like she uh, she confessed on the first day, but yeah, no, I yeah, 
know. I feel like, too, when we have discussions about these animes and, you know, when we do go more in-depth and things like that, um, especially with Attack on Titan, when we finally eventually get to that episode, mm-hmm. um, mm. it's going it's to be like... Give me my pet. That is also... Yeah. That's Jose, which is also a fucking J-drama. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Yeah, no, no, they're so cheap to make. So I, I can see why people would do it, right? And it has a built-in... Um, like base as well too right but they are like i would notice that like in top in terms of like top manga sales and stuff like that like they're not touching shonen like there's no way um and if you had to rank like lastly before we go if you had to rank your favorite of five what would you rank how would you rank it in terms of your favorites i mean based on what i watch clearly (laughs) (laughs) clearly it's it goes um sorry okay <laughs> i got distracted but clearly um not shows you shonen showed you showed you shonen. okay showed okay you shonen shonen showed you first jose second shonen third and then whatever the other two were <laughs> Okay. Um, if it's based on my manga collection, as paltry as it is, it would probably be Shoujo, Jose, Shonen, Seinen, and then the kid one. Um, but if it's based on my anime viewing watch. habits, yeah, it's it would be Shonen at the top for yeah. sure. Because well, I like do for watch me, way more. Like definitely based on both my manga and watching. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely Shoju first, clearly. Because <laughs> as we were going down that Shoju list, I was like, shit, I watch like all almost all of these shits. <laughs> yeah, no, even based on like my my, my paltry DVD collection on manga, I sorry on anime too. It would definitely still be Shonen because I have like the entire series of like Gundam Wing and I have all of Dragon Ball Super on DVD so <laughs> um yeah I definitely consume more in anime form um I would say it would be shonen for sure I think shoujo and and jose would be tied though I think that they would be on equal level because I feel like I consume more equally amounts equal amounts of both of those and then it would be seen in but I'm gonna watch Psycho Pass so that might open some doors for me. We'll see. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I mean, I don't watch Pokemon and Digimon anymore, so I wouldn't recount those guys. They're just yeah, right. I don't watch. The I don't, we don't. I don't, we don't watch those yeah. children things anymore. Yeah, no. But okay. yeah, I hope you guys found this helpful in like figuring out where you are in terms of you know the anime mangas that you consume and maybe things that trends that you have seen in in both of, in all five of those genres. And that is it for us. Uh, <laughs> thank you for, you know, spending your time with us. And once again, I am Nat. And I am Nikki. Uh, you can find me at on Tumblr. Or sorry, no, you can't find me on Tumblr. I make sure my Tumblr usage is just very, like, me doing my own thing. I don't talk to people, really. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Soju Chronicles. Um, which I haven't actually been on for a while because I've been on vacation. Sorry, guys. Um, but, you know, when we get back into One Piece, we'll definitely be a bit more active. And you can also find me at Nyan Edizens at Twitter, uh, which is our my podcast on K-pop and everything K-pop. And uh, probably from there, you can find me on my, my personal. I, I just really don't like to, you know, 
advertise that as much. All right, uh, where can we find you? Um, so you can find me on Twitter at Ioniwa Melanin. And you can find us online at unbotheredunnies.com. And I don't mind you guys knowing my personal, but I'm on strike on my personal. Again? So, what do you mean by again? <laughs> I feel like you're always like something, someone is, is like out to get you. Whatever you no, 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 no. I'm not like suspended or like oh, blocked or anything. No, I'm literally just mean that I'm, I just, I'm choosing not to tweet on my personal. Oh, okay. I'm that like, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you after we finish okay. recording That's why. Fine. But <laughs> anyway, so thank you guys for joining us and uh, bye. Good night. <laughs>